Joe Souchere. Might as well be 60, it feels so good. Just at least call it 40. I'm going to call it 40. Okay. Yeah. The uh, time and temp on the on the uh, Common Surface Savings and Loan Bank clock thermometer says 40. Right across the street from the uh, NAC Hardware and Lounge. The NAC Hardware and Lounge is south-facing. The Common Surface Savings and Loan Bank is west-facing. Mm-hmm. So you, you think of stuff like that. I just know what, what street it's on, and that's all I care about. What street is it on? I don't know. I didn't look. St. McLaren. What is that? No. Rookie Way. It's one of those. Yeah. Did you watch the dog show? I, I had another, I had a hockey game to go to, so I didn't get to see it, unfortunately. I would have had I been home. I'll get to Sean White in a moment. Okay. No, no, let me do Sean White first. Okay, an Olympic. Because uh, he won his third gold medal. Very good. And at the end, an American flag was produced. And he waved it and didn't really wrap it around himself for another minute or two uh, and began to walk out of the landing area back to wherever they go. And the flag was dragging on the ground. And I said to myself, "Uh uh-oh, that'll that'll result in some backlash. Right. Uh, Sure enough, uh, here's NBC New York. Sean White apologizes for dragging American flag. At the time he was doing it, I thought, I, I just thought, you know, he's wiped out. He's uh, yes. He he just uh, pulled off this miraculous third gold medal with the double groin kick twist to the solar plexus or whatever the whatever he does. And I thought, you know, he probably isn't intentionally trying to disrespect the flag, but I just knew. That's the, that's the read you got is, you that's know what? That's the read um, I got. The read uh, I got. Those, those World War II vets storming the beach are probably proud of him yeah, that yeah, uh, he, he, he won it, for America yeah, and not he worried He said, about I remember being handed the flag, but I was trying to put my gloves on and hold the flag and get the board. Honestly, if there was anything, I definitely didn't mean any disrespect. The flag that's flying on my house right now is way up there, so sorry for that, White Continue, but I'm definitely proud to be part of Team USA and being an American and to be representing uh, everyone back home. And I, I, I think he's probably sincere about that. I don't think he was trying to drag the flag through the slush. No, but I, I also think during the Olympics... Aren't you cut some slack? Not that the flag should be dragged, but people wear it around themselves to celebrate and be patriotic, and they're know. they're not trying to um, insult the flag. Uh, one of the and, and it's it's the social justice warriors, yeah, who compel all of this with their. Tweets and what have you. Uh, one wrote, Sean White, way to be classy, win the gold medal, and then proceed to drag the flag across the ground. No no respect, no excuses for this. And and, uh, and then all of these other uh, Twitter people weighed in, and I just thought, yeah, I knew that would happen. Uh, I just didn't think that he was attempting to be uh, uh, treading on the flag. I think he was wiped out. Uh and then he's got the sexual allegation thing against him that's been settled, and some reporter yesterday wanted to talk about that. And 
that quickly got dismissed by an intermediary in the room. And now is he done? Is that his? That's his only event, isn't it? I believe that's his only event. Yeah. I, I don't know that there's. I mean, there's there's a list somewhere, but I'll try to track it down for accuracy. Eric, from one sweetheart to another sweetheart, happy Valentine's Day. No, it's Bell. Oh, by the way, I thought he wanted to talk. By about the way, it. no, look at me. Happy Valentine's Day. Okay, you didn't, no, you didn't say anything that's yet. That's one. That just reminded me. That's of one. I, Don't do it again. I can say it. Happy Valentine's Day. Yeah, but you stink at it. You don't talk like Mr. T. Pity the fool. <laughs> shut up, fool. Now, don't do it. I'm not going to. Oh, how about this? Huh? I'm not going to overdo. Happy Valentine's Day. That's I, two. Yeah, but no, no, no. That They don't count because I'm. Why doesn't that I'm count? I'm demonstrating to you that I'm not. Even though people want me to. Even I get sick of it, people. I'm with Joe. I can't do that every five seconds. Yeah. It, well, it will. Thank you. It thank will. You. Um, what the crowd. It will um, upset the crowd. Turn them against us. I, I, Valentine's Day has never done much for me. Uh, I maybe is it a is is it a, it's a woman thing, isn't it? Uh, oh, it's you know what it is. It's a uh, romantic thing. Well, maybe that's why. You know what you need to do. You need to run downstairs. Why don't you to the cafeteria and go Happy buy Valentine's Day? Yeah, go buy some of those chocolate covered strawberries that they have for sale. Yeah. I did that. I bought four of them. Uh, that's a long And I'm going to bring them home. They're in the fridge. I know, but you're a sap, and I'm not. Did you get any? You got something. Come on. Hey, hey, I know that I know the CP is probably preoccupied with some type of commerce, and she can't listen right this second. And uh, you stop off at Yarmo and get her a bottle of wine? did get a funny card. Funny card? What, what was that? Well, it's the guy. No, oh, it's for the... her. For her. Yeah, no, oh. no, for me. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't think you quite. No, grasped. I was given the card. Okay, it was sent and to it, you. And the, and the woman standing on the front, she goes, "Ooh, ooh, put it there, put it. Oh okay. yeah, right, sure, right. there. there oh go. yeah, yes, that's it." And you open the. Card. <laughs> and it's the guy putting a plate in the dishwasher. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good. I thought it was that's pretty, pretty good. good. Yeah, that's. Now, see, that's why it's funny, because it's unexpected. And when you when you run the unexpected, you get... Happy Valentine's Day. But if, uh, I do three. It, but if I do it 12 times, it's expected. Then it becomes not funny. That's that's the line you need to, to roll with. Mm -hmm. did, you, they, did the skiers get snowed out again, I wonder? Well, they have wind. There's an unbelievable amount of wind that's blowing all the tents around, all the sponsor tents. Yeah. And they can't... Uh, I guess the main big ones are okay, but the ones that are little pup tents yeah. that are smaller sponsors are blowing all over. Mm -hmm. So they're even having trouble off the athlete side. Well, it was it was quite a night uh, for those of us in the in the news gathering industry, right? To uh, to attempt to uh, monitor everything. You had the Wild at home, everything the Timberwolves at home, uh, the Olympics were on, and. Uh, uh, you know, for the last, I would say, 10 years or so, I always take a glance at the Westminster Kennel Show. Mm -hmm. and I see did if it, somebody has two left feet. And, yeah, and I did last night. And I have an observation about the oh, uh, about the dog show. Okay. All right, just a moment. All right. Tell me just what Let me read you something. 
May I go back to Sean White for a moment? Yes. Uh, the chief offsite correspondent weighs in. Uh, this is the world we live in. I said out loud to my wife, don't drag the flag, Sean. I'm sure many, many people did. I did. I said to myself, you're going to hear about that. Mm. Uh, but in the world we live in today, enough people get right onto the stupid social media and make it into a news story, which it doesn't deserve to be. This is fascinating to me. Uh, what fascinates you? That we we are witnessing, we are alive at a moment of a great paradigm shift in uh, information delivery. We alluded to it yesterday with the fellow who is predicting an info infocalypse. Aviv or whoever it was. Yeah, info infocalypse, meaning we're going to get to the point where we don't know what's real and isn't real, and then that leads to a an, an apathy, and that leads to a that leads to chaos, which leads to destruction. But just stick with something as simple as a white. Uh, I agree that that's not a news story. Now you could make the argument. That in this paradigm shift, the people who jump onto social media, well, I guess most principally Twitter, which is instantaneous, is it not? It's yes, and, yes. And they, those tweets zip around the world. I, I suppose you could make the argument, yeah, but look at how much more we're exposed to. Look at how much more uh, people don't get away with anymore because of because of uh, social media. But but in the white case, he wasn't trying to get away with anything, right? So for every positive somebody can show me, I can show you a negative tenfold. Because what what the social media does, it it validates it validates the opinions of people who have no uh, credibility to deliver news. There there's no editing process, there's no filter, there's nothing. They just see white with the flag on the ground and excoriate him. Not taking into account what reasonable people might take into account, which was, well, his heart rate right now is probably 180. Right. Uh, he's just been handed a flag. He's trying to fumble with his choppers and, and handle the flag. And, yes, it dragged on the ground as he walked away. It's you got not, a real moment there, a real moment. It's Nothing not a news, staged. It, but it's not a news story. It's not a news. That is not. But in this great paradigm shift that we're witnessing, he had to then deal with it as a news story. He had to he had to account for this. Uh, I, I bet you people watched. I have no examples to corroborate my belief, but I bet you people watched. I bet you people watched the Westminster Kennel Club show last night. Poised. To, to tweet a violent it's happening in golf where where the great unwashed sit at home and say hey that guy moved a pebble or or are we uh, becoming snitches who was the gal that uh, uh, in theory misaligned the ball when she put it down after removing her coin I watched the video 15 times she didn't do anything wrong uh you have people waiting waiting and what are they waiting what are they attempting to do other than validate what? Let's get heavy here. Uh, validating their own existence in the human <laughs> yes. condition. Yeah, and look, look, uh, look at my power. Look what I look what I started. Yeah, uh, because everybody that's on Twitter, that's their pretty much most of them. Like, hey, I had it first. Or my favorite goes all the way back to the dial telephone when uh, Craig Statler used a towel to kneel on under a pine tree at Torrey Pines merely to keep 
pine tree sap off his pants, and it got dialed in. It got called in to the PGA headquarters. He's building a stance. That's unbelievable to me. Well, in any event, uh, we're we are on the we're right in the middle of it. We get to watch it as this develops. We get to try to hang on to this cyclone and see where it leads. I can't. I wish I was optimistic about it. I can't see that it's leading anywhere uh, useful. Ryan? Hey, Joe. Hi. Um, hi. Uh, first of all, did you get your wife something nice for Valentine's? I did not. Okay. Uh, yeah, well, you know what? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Life. And yes, I did. Everything. Yes, I did. It just happened a few days ago. That's all. Got it. Okay. When well, she bought my... something for herself and said, you'll get the bill, I said, okay. <laughs> sure. Here you go. Thank you, dear. Yeah. That, 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 that's what I call a Wednesday. But anyway. Uh, well, it was a uh, Wednesday, by the way. My 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 wife, she told me, she told me many years, don't get me any bleeping flowers. Right. You're just going to die anyway. You're going to waste your money. Okay. So, you know what I got her this year? Flowers. Socket set. You know what? You're a thinking man. Yep. Those, I got her. I got her wood clamps last year. Uh, well, those are not going to die. Those are useful. No. You're by. You yep. know what? You are practical. Yes, sir. All right. Thank you. Yep. I remember my old man got my mother once for her, their anniversary a garage door opener. Boy, that is really. Uh, you know what though? At the time, they were revolutionary. They it's, were, very, it's very telling. I, I see somehow you know where you know where Bud passed the torch, so to speak, to. Uh, to little Joe. Look what I got you here. This yeah. nice garage door opener. <laughs> Tom? Hey, Joe. Hi. Listen, I have a question for you about this Sean White thing. Yeah. So from what you've read, are you getting the impression that this is largely right-leaning folks that are outraged by this? I have no idea. I can't tell. Because that's that's what I'm trying to figure out. I mean, we're at a weird place in our history where... As you're aware, the left is doing everything they can to minimize America's place in the world. And yet I'm sort of picturing now everyone on the right furious that this symbol of the nation would be desecrated. And as you and I have discussed before, whichever side is bellyaching at the moment, it's merely a sign of a nation that's been sheltered from its true ills for far too long. Mm -hmm. I mean, I say let the guy celebrate. Slight disrespect to the flag. The irony is he did it in the context of, of a pretty good accomplishment for the nation. Let's celebrate this. Well, not only that, but if he was intending to be disrespectful, he probably wouldn't have apologized. Well, and, and that's the irony, Joe. I mean, in, at a time and place in our nation where, you know, we have folks earning $50 million a year to play football that are taking a knee during the anthem, you know, we have a snowboarder, for Pete's sake, who who is waving the flag around in celebration of the country, yeah. and now that's an affront. Right. I'm just really scratching my head here. Well, join the club. We all are. Good luck, Joe. Thank you. But look what's happening. We're having to dis. Well, we don't have to, but we're discussing this as a news development. Yeah, we're falling right into the trap. So a normal... Oh, wait a minute. I'm getting closer. A normal hand happenstance of human behavior can now be interpreted. Depending on your ideology, normal examples of human behavior can be looked at under a microscope 
and then have assigned to those normal examples of human behavior right or wrong. If you play it out, you're seeing it to a large degree in our in our prediction that pretty soon people will not be allowed to talk to each other mm. because I hate that prediction, but we are getting closer to but that. Because any statement a man makes to a woman or a woman uh, makes to a man can be interpreted pending whether you want to introduce an ideology to it. My, that's a good-looking uh, dress you have on. What do you mean by that? Well, I just meant that's a good-looking dress you have on. I think you were very a uh, little aggressive there. I think you were... You were eyeing me up and down. I don't think you should do that. I'm I'm offended that you are you are ogling me. Okay, then what's what's the natural outgrowth of that? I'll never again tell you that's a nice looking dress you right, have. Which on. is less communication. Like don't talk to each right. other. Wow, is John Height ready? Yeah, remember how long ago you made that prediction? You still, uh, I still haven't gotten to the dogs. Let's get to the, the dogs. The Westminster Kennel Club. Let's get to no the dogs. No lab has ever won in 142 years. Mm. My heart bleeds or breaks or hurts. Oh, maybe both. Yeah. Here's John Knight. Thank you, Joe. It's sunny and 39 degrees. Devin Dubnik made 32 saves. Minnesota's early three-goal lead held up. They defeated the Rangers 3-2 last night. In fact, they were the only local team to win last evening. The Wild continue their homestand, hosting, uh, hosting Washington tomorrow evening. A U.S. men's hockey team lost their Olympic opener today, defeated by Slovenia 3-2 in overtime. U.S. now plays Slovakia on Friday. Wolves beaten handily by Houston last night. They'll play the Lakers at the Target Center tomorrow night, and the Gophers were never really in it. Uh, they were beaten by Michigan State 87-57 last evening. The Gophers play at Wisconsin on Monday. Professional golfer Bill Haas was hospitalized but escaped serious injuries after a rollover crash in Los Angeles. That crash killed the driver of the Ferrari that Haas was riding in and injured the driver of a BMW, according to officials. The two cars collided on a residential block in Pacific Palisades neighborhood around 6.30 last night, according to Los Angeles police officer James Stoughton. A third vehicle, driven by actor Luke Wilson, was clipped by the Ferrari, according to Stoughton. Wilson was not hurt. The Ferrari's driver who died at the scene was a member of the family that Haas was staying with as he got ready to play this week in the Genesis Open at nearby Riviera Country Club. What a weird twist. 35-year-old Haas will withdraw from the Genesis Open and return home to South Carolina to recuperate, uh, recuperate, recuperate according to a spokesperson. Yeah, have a little trouble over there? Yeah, recuperate. Sounds uh, good. News notes from Do we today. know whose Ferrari it was? Uh, it was a 75-year-old gentleman. Uh, I saw the name. I did not recognize right. the name. Because uh, it was also reported as Haas's Ferrari. He hasn't made enough money on the tour to own a Ferrari. Hmm. Well, he has, but he's yeah. probably wiser than that. Right. News notes from today. Former Minnesota Senator Paul Wellstone's sons are being pushed out of the campaign organization dedicated to their father's legacy. Wellstone Action told Mark and David Wellstone today they'll be voted off its governing board in the coming days. The group's leaders say the move follows months of tension as the brothers have pushed to make Wellstone Action more vocal in liberal politics. It currently focuses on training liberal-minded candidates for races ranging from school boards to legislatures to Congress. Wellstone's sons co-founded the group after the 2002 plane crash that killed Wellstone, his wife, and daughter. The organization has trained thousands of candidates and campaign managers. Co-founder and board chair Jeff Blodgett said it was a sad but necessary step. 
David Wellstone didn't immediately respond to requests for comment. So, oh, okay, so are they, why are they being uh, not essentially forced out, I guess? Yeah, uh, well, they're, they're saying because they want uh, the Wellstone Action Group to be more involved in liberal politics, but... Uh, okay, and, and and the boys just, they're, they're too conservative. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. the other way around, the two boys. Oh, the two boys want, are want more... them more vocal in oh, liberal I politics. Oh, I see, okay. Yeah. Wow. Uh, two people hospitalized after a chase ended in a wrong way crash involving four vehicles in St. Paul. It started last night about 10 minutes to 11. The crash happened about 11.15 at University Avenue in Dale Street. According to the state patrol, troopers chased the driver to White Bear Lake, then back to St. Paul. Suspect was driving the wrong way on University Avenue before the crash. Woman in another vehicle was injured. The suspect is also hurt and in custody. Representative Trey Gowdy, chairman of the House Oversight Committee, said today the panel has launched an investigation into the White House's handling of former Staff Secretary Rob Porter's employment following days of questions about when the administration first learned of his domestic abuse allegations. Gowdy, a Republican from South Carolina, sent letters to FBI Director Christopher Wray and White House Chief of Staff John Kelly requesting detailed information about Porter's security clearance process, the Bureau's background checks, and when any White House employees became aware of the information about Porter. Porter was a close aide to President Donald Trump, resigned last week a day after his two ex-wives went public with allegations of verbal and physical abuse. Gowdy said the oversight panel launched the probe last evening. President Trump's personal lawyer says he paid $130,000 of his own money to a porn star who allegedly had a sexual encounter with the president before his time in office. Michael Cohen said in a statement, In a private transaction in 2016, I used my own personal funds to facilitate a payment of $130,000 to Ms. Stephanie Clifford. Neither the Trump organization or the Trump campaign was a party to the transaction, and neither reimbursed me for the payment, either directly or indirectly. Just weeks before the 2016 election, Cohen reportedly created a private LLC to pay Clifford, otherwise known as Stormy Daniels, following an alleged July uh, July 2006 encounter with Trump, according to the Wall Street Journal. When asked why he made the payment, Cohen told CNN, just because something isn't true doesn't mean that it can't cause you harm or damage. I will always protect Mr. Trump. Meanwhile, a manager for the adult film actress talked with the Associated Press today and says that Daniels believes Trump's lawyers invalidated the non-disclosure agreement by publicly discussing the payment. Whoops. Gina Rodriguez says the actress, whose real name is Stephanie Clifford, will discuss her alleged 2006 affair with Trump. On The Daily Show with Jon Stewart. There's, there's no Daily Show with Jon Stewart. Oh, no that's longer. right. He's gone, isn't he? Yeah, he's gone. On Jimmy Kimmel. <laughs> A National Security Agency police officer opened fire this morning on a vehicle at an entrance to the intelligence agency's campus in Maryland. Three people were injured when the SUV slammed into a security barrier. The three people in the vehicle, the FBI only identified as men, were in custody and being questioned. In a statement, the NSA said an unauthorized vehicle tried to enter the agency's campus shortly after 7 a.m. Weapons were discharged in the course of the incident. At an afternoon press conference, FBI Special Agent Gordon Johnston wouldn't comment on the three individuals. He said he believed the incident had nothing to do with terrorism. said the vehicle had been tailed by Maryland State Police during the time this all happened. The vehicle had turned onto an exit road of the campus in Fort Meade, Maryland, northeast of Washington. That's when it hit the barrier near a security gate. Unclear why the vehicle was being tailed. The vehicle described as a black Dodge Durango with New York license plates that had been rented 
at Enterprise. Not quite the excitement that uh, you and Pat encountered when you decided you were just going to drive into... Uh, we went to CIA. CIA. Oh, CIA. Okay, yeah. No so guns were drawn. We were not welcome there. Okay. I think they just told you to turn down your Chevy Malibu and get the hell out of here, huh? Basically. <laughs> well, I like to see stuff when I'm in a different city. Right. So I said, let's go to CIA headquarters. Right, here we go. And see how far we get. Why didn't you tell the fellas that? Just say, oh, I'm just here to see things. We you know? didn't get very far. Oh, I see. <laughs> like I... the front gate of the front gate. <laughs> right. <laughs> a high school in southeast Idaho briefly placed on lockdown after a bull escaped an auction yard and stormed past the campus. Sheriff Jay Heward said it was a little like the Old West around town. The Black Angus bull rampaged across the town of Burley yesterday afternoon, trampling over signs and charging at any people that it would see. Heward said the officers were not able to capture the bull, so the animal was unfortunately killed in order to keep the public safe. He said, uh, Heward said we couldn't corral it or stop it, so in light of public safety, we ended up putting it down. The Cassia County Sheriff's Office notified school officials they put the campus on lockdown for about 15 minutes as officers followed the animal. Principal Levi Power said students had been dismissed for lunch, but staff was able to secure the school. Pat did text me last night and said, there are some big girls showing dogs tonight. <laughs> <laughs> he was monitoring. Yeah. Passengers on board a flight from San Francisco to Honolulu got a bit of a scare yesterday when an engine covering came off in mid-flight. A Ooh. bit of a scare? A bit of a scare, yeah. How did the mayor handle me. that one? Just shoot So if me. you're sitting by that window, you wouldn't handle it? I don't think I would have had the nerve or the calmness to film it. <laughs> People were taking pictures and filming it. Yep. Passenger Delia Sudiakal said, My husband and I were praying because we had never gone through this. I really thought we were going to die. United Airlines Flight 1175 was met with fire trucks when it made an emergency landing at Honolulu's, uh, Honolulu's airport. Where was it going, John? Uh, San Francisco to Honolulu. From San Francisco to Honolulu. Well, then it didn't make an emergency landing. It landed where it was supposed to go in the first well, place. That's, that's a good point. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, you know what? I'm going to guess from what I read But earlier, I bet they I called think... out the emergency trucks, well, I, which would have made I, it. You no, know, I get that, but I thought it landed on, you know, Tuvalu or some mm. little outpost somewhere. Mm. No, it was Honolulu. Mm. Uh, no reports of damages. Passengers said there were tense moments. Uh, the same uh, person we talked to before, Allison Sudikal, said there was a loud bang, and then the plane started shaking. It was rattling and shaking, and all we heard was boom, boom, boom. Again, what is this a testimony to? The mir- Sorry, the miracle that that thing not only gets How up How well the built they yeah, are. Yeah, right. Yeah. Everybody on the plane, scared but safe. All right, Johnny. Uh, I believe Dave Dahl is next. Indeed. Uh, okay. You'll learn more here by accident than elsewhere by design. Here's Joe Suchere. Here's Dave Dahl. Beautiful day out there. Sunshine, we're 39 degrees. Nice little spring fever breaking out across Minnesota. Uh, northern part of the state, in western Minnesota, where there's not much snow on the ground, they're getting up into the 40s and well into the 40s. We should top out in the lower 40s here in the Twin Cities as well. 25 for the overnight low tonight. South winds at 5 to 10. Tomorrow, cloudy drizzles, some light snow in the afternoon. Uh, not nearly as pleasant a day. 32 for the high, and that'll happen early. Northwest winds around 5 to 10 will start to drop those temps in the afternoon. Evening snow tomorrow could slow down the afternoon commute. Low temperature all the way down to 2 above. Wind chills of 10 to 15 below again by tomorrow night. 
Friday, partly cloudy and colder, 18 for the high, 30 on Saturday. Light snow starts to break out in the evening, and then it looks like on Sunday, drizzle, light snow, 33. That snow becomes heavier Sunday night into Monday. It does appear as though uh, significant snow could fall uh, over southern and central Minnesota. Still a little bit too early to tell where that track of the heaviest will be, but uh, we're going to probably be in some significant snow here in the Twin Cities. Periods of light snow on Tuesday and 20 for the high, 16 for the high temperature by Wednesday of next week. Uh, so it warms up a little bit over the weekend, but it drops again by early next week. Going for a high today of about 41, Joe. Right now we're at 39. All right. Thank you. A Bisson Fouchet. Bisson Fouchet. Bisson Fouchet named Flynn won Best in Show. Uh, That's the, the creepy dog from um, Silence of the Lambs, right? I have no idea. I think so. And uh, I have no horse in this race. Uh, I'm not part of the dog world. So I don't care who wins or who doesn't. But my observation, well, I have a couple observations. I believe it was a, a Sussex Terrier that had the face that was identical to a grouper. You ever see the fi- a grouper fish? <laughs> yeah. Identical. Really? Identical to a grouper. Okay. <laughs> and my my other observation was how how it's getting to be like wine. There are hundreds and hundreds of varieties of dogs. Yeah. So I looked it up. I looked it up. What did you find? I well, I up. had a I currently have a Yorkie poo. Which I have is no dog in this race, not not a horse. Yeah. I have no dog in yeah, this race. Yeah, you don't race. have a dog. In the... There are seven groups <clears throat> as near as I can determine. Okay. The terrier group, the toy group, the working group, the sporting group, the hound group, the non-sporting group, and the herding group. I think the Frichet is in the non-sporting group, even though it's a toy terrier huh. of some type. But here's where I got confused. In, say, each group, yeah. there are literally dozens and dozens of different breeds. So I, I don't know how they keep track of all of them. I, because so many of those breeds seem like such different dogs. I don't know how they group them. And they're all... They all seem to have been designed in a hothouse somewhere, uh, right down to, well, we wanted a dog that could, you know, get under the floorboards of the porch mm-hmm. and, and ferret out rodents, so we came up with the uh, this type of dog. Right. What the, are there people in castles with lightning bolts flashing above that are experimenting? One, one breed was even bred to be the color of a fox. How in the hell do you do that? Hey, if you got a buyer, let's go. <clears throat> and uh, a lot of the gals uh, can't run very well. They they trot along. They are bigger gals or what? Well, any of the gals, big, small, normal, average, whatever. Uh, uh, they don't appear to be used to jogging. So they, of course, they don't want to trip over the dog. That would be a. I think that's one of their first. That would be an embarrassment. One job. Yeah, don't fall. Right. Don't fall. Don't cause fall. You're going to lose and you might hurt the dog. Then the other thing I thought was anytime I see a dog walking ahead of its owner on the streets here in the Twin Cities, Mm -hmm. I always think that's a poorly trained dog. But all of these dogs uh, in the ring last night uh, were not necessarily healing. 
many of them were uh, a bit ahead of the handler. Mm-hmm. So I, I didn't know what to make of that either. And they're all treat motivated. All those oh, dogs. Oh my are. word! They're just they're. I mean, even though they're they're there for they, they right. weren't there for the even show. Even though they've been groomed, they trained. were there for the food. Oh, they, hey, what's in your pocket, master? Mm-hmm. Hello. So you got the terrier group, the toy group, the working group, uh, sporting group. What what would my dog be in the lab? Lab would be. I would bet sporting group. Yeah, wouldn't that be the... The invention of the gun led to the development of the sporting or gun dogs to aid in hunting upland game birds or waterfowl, performing at the direction of the hunter. While a number of these breeds perform more than one task, it is generally the duty of pointers and setters to point and mark game, for spaniels to flush game and for retrievers to recover dead and wounded game. I don't know where I put labs. Maybe it's not in, uh, maybe it's not in the sporting group. Uh, uh, it, 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 it's fascinating though. It's, it is such a sub world of the sporting world that I think it's absolutely fascinating. You know, who did a annual column on the Westminster Kennel Club show. And that's because he was smart enough to know it would play well on the sports pages. Red Smith. I do recall that. Red Smith would invariably attend at Madison Square Garden, the Westminster Kennel show and write something brilliant. <laughs> Just something absolutely brilliant about uh, either the winner or a, a crowd favorite that didn't make it or, or well, what have you. People love, I mean, this is a stupid statement, but people do love dogs. That is a stupid statement. Okay, but people also love cats, but you do not have that same, you know, the, the cats don't get that same. People love their cats and they don't give them the same respect. But if I had a, if I had a dog. Matt. What? I bet there's a Westminster Kennel Club version of a cat show. I just am unfamiliar with it. I bet there's a national uh, cat uh, competition with know. with as many varieties of cats as there are dogs. But it's not as big as the dog one. If you had the, you know, if you if I had a dog and I was going to put it in the Westminster, uh, you know what I would do? You know what my training phrase would be? What? Not like you know sit, yeah. you know, or, or I would just tell them to to pay attention. It would yeah. be Happy Valentine's Day. This is just a statement of fact you know, that I would... Uh, you're at four now. <clears throat> well, listen, it's always close to Valentine's Day, so that would be a good way to get his attention. Foo. You would tell your dog, Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Whoops. The choice of Flynn the Bichon Frise was a surprise, and most of the crowd at Madison Square Garden fell silent when the five-year-old white powder puff was picked. This is a, a Fox News story, uh, poorly reported, because I wanted a breakdown of exactly what group or, or breed the Frison is, and we don't get that, So, which is why I had to go and look it up. I think it's a non-working group terrier, even though it could be called a toy. But we don't want to take a lot of calls on dogs because I'm going to move on. No, I'm but- just saying it's a really interesting subculture of, of the... Uh, I'm going to call it the sporting world. I, why shouldn't I? It's no different than the people who uh, find a sporting life in horses or find a sporting life in... Uh, 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 what are you uh, running? I mean... Horses. Horses, also, dogs. Someone uh, off the air called to say um, it's a Labrador retriever. So that's why it would be in the sport. Then it would be in the sporting group. Right. Yeah. Right. I think yeah. they just... I, I think. You were saying just Labrador, but Labrador Retriever would put it in that um You know category. who you know who the runner up was? First loser. Ty the giant schnauzer. 
Why is he a giant schnauzer? He's a big schnauzer. Got it. It's a, you know, it's a big. <laughs> you want to see why? It's a, it's a, it's bigger than a normal. Uh, Got it. A normal Got it. schnauzer. You know. I'd, Can you put it on your schnauzer? I'd wait a few weeks. Uh. The end of the world as we know it, and he feels fine. Joe Souchere. Breaking now is news of a school shooting in Parkland, Florida. I have no other information. I don't I see anything hope, on the crawl for in, in, injuries. I hope it's uh, going to prove to be a minor incident, if such a thing can be said of a school shooting. Well, yeah, it, you sure. know what? It'll end up being a minor incident if nobody dies or is wounded. How's that? All right. That would be a minor. We'll take that. Uh, uh, well, let's uh, let's move on from dogs and get back to GL here. Well, dogs are GL, aren't they? A lot uh, of dogs. Yeah. Got two cycle the town dog in GL. Fifteen hundred. ESPN is KSTP St. Paul Minneapolis. Uh, the sun is working. Well, you call. I'm going to call it forty. 